the Ealing Cricketer. Another week, another week, and Lee has just summed things up so beautifully. The one's won, the two's lost, and the three's won. That's all you really need to know, I guess. A uh, couple of extra added details for us listeners. Us listeners, because we, of course, listen to this more than everybody else. As we do. As we do. One's lost an important toss, bowled first, but got a fantastic result at Crouchand. Wicket shared about a couple long, wide ones, caught at point, catches the extra cover, fantastic. Oliver Wilkin runs, he's turned up. No power plays involved in this format. Oliver Wilkin, 91, fantastic. The twos, batted first, some runs. Other position, top of the table, chased them three down. Very difficult to take. The threes, however, God, I know we speak about the threes a lot, but this is another clinic, and it's Hanton at the helm. A hundred not out. Just use an extra over. Just make sure that he got his hundred. But the boys bowl him out. Gutam, five wickets. Three more for Priyatam. He's a good fantasy pick. We spoke about the spinners, Leapy, and Kamsi, three wickets. He's a fantasy pick. Ealing march on. Here we go. Do you think? Do you think we should change this podcast to the, the, the threes podcast? I mean, there's no... There's no reason why we should carry on with the, the Ealing Cricketer. Because no. it needs to be the Threes Cricketer. This is the ECC Threes Title Charts Cricket Podcast all the way to the bank until they drink the beer off the shield at the end of the year with a funnel. I think just get, just get Henry on. That's all we need to do. We'll get Henry on. We will get Henry on. Well, why don't we have a quick catch-up, Leapy? How was the travel home? <clears throat> Mind the 13s, as we always discuss. Uh, great day today. We bowled uh, Westminster out today for 38. We won by 82 runs. And, you know- So the, good 120 for the boys then? <laughs> it's good maths. It's very good maths. And quick, by the way, very good maths. I've got three more games to go, and there's a, there's a good chance Leapy will be back. Three weeks time. Three weeks time, oh, watch the space. I'm counting down the seconds. All the minutes? No, I'm counting down the seconds. I love the fact that three, we just- four. I love, I love the fact you started with three because it's the, the greatest team on earth. Well, let, let's give a little bit of insight to the listeners about what was going on in the threes camp this week. There were selection dilemmas, selection dramas, no need to get into the nitty gritty. However, there was real panic. They were playing a solid North mid side. Yep. Last year, went down to the wire at their place mm-hmm. and then I got 68 and allowed to hit five sixes and we won the game. <laughs> but. <laughs> but no Rory Patel this week. No R Patel, no Barnaby Harrison. Oliver Simpson was in the twos. Was in the twos. It was down to Hanton to represent the Colts on the day. And he delivered. He, do, you, do you want to know what he's averaging in the threes league this year? Is this, is this start of the week already? No. Okay. I'll give you stuff of the week later. Of course you Because I have it. <laughs> of course you do. You love a stat. I do love a stat. Henry Anton is averaging 244 in the threes league this year. He has played four games and is averaging 244. He's been out once and scored 244 cricket runs. If you're a, if you're a single female who loves cricket, yeah. it's marriage material. Yeah. It is I mean, mar- put a ring on it. Well, Henry is, 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 in a, is in a long-term relationship. Oh, is he? He is, yeah. Um, but but there's not no, for long. Not for long. He could have multiple wives. With the runs he's scoring, he could do whatever he wants. <laughs> Which is amazing because that's good. 
We need to speak about Priatam. Thriatam. 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 On a, on a Saturday, it's three-a-tam. A a a a it's, it's three wickets a game. He has... Has he put you top of the league again? Uh, it's too soon to say. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was subtle. Um, Andrew Cox, remember how we said at the weekend a couple of fancy picks? We I did, mentioned Coxie. We did, 72 not out. Man, he's on fire. He's on fire. He's Is he even bowling? Is he bowling? Just whacking it, mate. Oh. Lee, he's just hitting, he's just get hitting him in. Get him in. you got to get him in. Get him in. Anyone that doesn't have Hanton, don't get him in. He's anti-Jew, as you would say. He's Correct. now scored so many cricket runs, he's bound to get a good one soon. Or yeah. a bad decision. Or a good decision, because in the threes, it's your own umpire. So a good decision. He's going to get a good decision soon, and he will be out. On the back of our chat last week, my spin-to-bat ratio... No, no, what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, what you're talking about. <laughs> Another game. Also, uh, Jitten Bol, absolute hero from the club, um, who came down and played um, this weekend. Uh, apparently moving here in the next few weeks with his family. We have tried to you know, persuade him to play for a few more games. And we had a great interview with him um, during the, actually at the end of the game. And it'd be great to hear from him and, you know, ECC legend, fact. Well, let's hear from that now. I mean, I don't know how to start this and I don't know where to begin, but an absolute honour and a pleasure to be sat with an, an ECC hero, legend, um, that is Jit. Very quickly, when, when was the last time you played at the ECC? Uh, last competitive game, August 2009. I mean, no one really cares about that. The, what, what they want to hear about is how the game went today. And I was, I, was, I was down here, I was watching it a little bit. And do you want to talk us through your first ball? I uh, just missed a straight, but really. <laughs> Um, to be fair, I wasn't expecting to bat. Glass said we were going to declare, and then I was took my pads off, and then I was told you've got to go and bat. So I had to quickly put my pads on and get back out of there. So, you know, I blame the I blame the captain. You must have some great memories here, but I mean, to to walk in, I always find even you know I played, I didn't play for a few years, whatever. But you walk through the door, and it just it's it's like a it's a family or a or a or a friendly face or. Absolutely. I mean, the, um, the changing room, the views, the banter never, ever changes. It's still crazy as ever. And that's what it's all about. So great, great days, great fun, great day today as well. Um, a few of the boys have sent a message, actually, obviously saying that you were down. And, um, you know, Mitz and Raj, um, Naz has sent his best wishes. It's always amazing how even if you, you're away for so long, the guys will just rock up just to, just to catch, catch up for a beer and see how things are going. What are you up to in Dubai? What's going on? I'm actually moving back to the UK. So I'm in the process of moving back. So you will um, be, I will, we'll be all back here as a family towards the end of July. So you're available next week? No, I think I might take a bit of time to get over today's game. I've <laughs> not played for a long time, but yeah, it was a pleasure to play today with the boys. That's for sure. But it's so amazing to see you, um, absolute hero. And uh, if ever we need a glove man, you are probably, not probably, I know this for a fact, having played, um, with you for so many years, you, you're the best government I've ever played with and, 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 and been around you here. And thanks for coming down and thank you for your time. Any final words for our worldwide listeners? Just keep listening. I, I'm an avid listener. I listen to it on a regular basis. It brings some back, back some fantastic memories and long may it continue. Fantastic concept. Do we need to get rid of Mungo? 
think Mungo's really good. I He's good, know. isn't he? I've never met him, but I love the way that he presents. I mean, this is not going to go in, but we should get rid of Mungo because obviously he's, I've got to carry him a lot through the whole process. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's very difficult. I'm not on the I'm not on the director side, so if I if you're carrying him, yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, Man, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. No worries. Thank you. See you later. Cheers, Leapy. Let's talk about the twos. They were on three on the bounce. It was all going well. But came up against a good side today, it sounds like. Yeah, <clears throat> to be fair, Ollie, and we, we never want to give credit to the groundsman, but it was, a, it was a flat deck and it played true all day. And sometimes you get a good side and they better very well. You know, it is what it is. And they, they will bounce back. They will bounce back. Runs from all areas today, though, mm -hmm. for, the, for, the, for the twos themselves. Mm -hmm. So you asked me if I saw that? Ask me if you, I mean, if you had any information about uh, uh, Absolutely nothing. I was, I was at them the 13th. Well, I do. <laughs> of course you do. Um, Ahmed, Elek and Oliver Simpson put on 100 for the first wicket. Now, Oliver Simpson, he's, he's not someone that you would necessarily associate with runs at the moment. He's been a bit out of touch. He'd get given it away a couple of times in the threes and a couple of weeks in a row. But when it comes to playing in Corfton Road oh. for the twos. They call him Pappy, don't they? Big Pappy. Yeah. Big Pappy, and it was some it was some big Pappy runs that of forty one, and Rory Patel had no faith. He said in the week on a group chat that we were both partial to, that it was some sacrificial lamb. <laughs> <laughs> the second time you sworn this on this podcast. Mm. Well, that was a direct quote. That was actually Rory Patel. Apologies, lamb. apologies. It'll be bleeped out. I'm sure <laughs> it will be. It'll, yes, yes, yes. Runs for David Holt on his return as well, forty odd. It's weird how the old boys are still pulling rank. Still pulling rank. It's the the, the LX, the, the, the Stoutons, the, you know, the, the, the Jitten Bowls have got a first baller today, <laughs> which you spoke about. It's bad times. Bad times, bad times, bad times and good times. And, and the Tuesday will be back. Um, Asan Faraz, come the all-day games, three wickets. Oh. We, remember what Lee Parry said last week? That man, he's got some wisdom. He said, pick the spinners. And what did I do in fantasy this week? Pick Chris, Christopher Glassberg. <laughs> ahead of Asam You're Pratt. an idiot. You're an idiot. Um, You're I'm, an idiot. If I'm an idiot and I'm first, then what's happening to all of you lot? Exactly right. Um, let's get to the main game. Mm. The big time. The big time. The fours. The... <laughs> that minor, that can't go in. <laughs> that can't go in. Let's hear, about, let's hear about the ones. Just a little game in Crouch End, playing last year's champions and... It was a, we all knew it was a big toss. Everyone I spoke to on the morning of the game and the lift with Gravesy on the way there, saw Shawsy there early and it was all like, oh, it's, it's a big toss to win. And Christian, he's, he's now at such a low ebb. Who? He is tossing, it doesn't matter. That he is canvassing opinion on what to call every Before way. the game starts. Yeah, he asked me, what do you think we should do? I something like, heads, heads. Because everyone loves head. That's not gonna be in. He asked me, Mum, what do you think? Heads. I was like, heads. Uh, I'm confident about this. However, so then when he did call heads and, and we lost the toss, I felt complicit. So I'm never going to give him a bean again. Nothing. So it's your fault? Directly. Lee, I have a little quad strain. So of course I was, you do. Of course you do. For the first time this year, I was basically, I was bounding in with just calf muscles. Just bouncing. But you nicked off today. I, I got a wicket with the new pole. Yes, you did. Yes, Good you did. point. Was it planned? No. 
<laughs> However, I did nick someone off. I nicked the same guy off before that, and Christian, who is hmm? just this guy, uh, he dropped it at first slip. So I don't feel that bad about stealing a terrible wicket. In fact, terrible wickets, it was a theme of pre-lunch. They were, they were 80 for six or something, hmm. and four of them were complete giveaways. Um, Bobby Gamble got three for today. He will, he will happily say that it won't be his finest three for, however, he did get the big wicket. They have an overseas that got 404 innings. Mm -hmm. Bobby, over the wicket, nipping back, LBW. Standard. Massive. Standard. And his return after a couple weeks out of the hamstring injury, great yards. Ooh, updated on the toe. Bobby's toe? Yeah. I haven't heard any news. Okay. So I it's assume... A, it's an asking question. It's the no news is good news, I okay. think. Okay, fair enough. I haven't heard Still about attached? It. He has 10. He's 10 toes. That's good. Um... But going into the second half, we knew that they got 245, they batted all 66 of their overs, and in, they also had a player get 100 batting, batting 6 or 7, uh, always going to put us under pressure. We had them 146 for 8, and they ended up 245 for 8. Mm. But the, the batch of balls we have this year gone pretty flat. Terrible batch of balls, that's what everyone's saying. And the pitch was a good deck and it was a hot day so there wasn't much for us after up 40 overs board gone soft and they batted really nicely sometimes you just have to say hats off well played yeah but it is testament to how short they thought they were that they batted all 66 yeah they didn't back themselves and in the end we took some points off them love that and there was actually a very interesting conversation that I'll get to that we ended up having with about 8 overs to go mm -hmm. keep you in suspense oh Gravesy nicked off to a full one for the first time. Bobby actually said it's the first time I've played and Gravesy hasn't cashed in. Um, so I'm sure Graves will be back. Maybe Bobby has to leave for a little bit for Graves to get some runs. That's something that we'll monitor. Was, was this still boring? No, it was pretty exciting. It was like, didn't face many balls and immediately nicked off. So like things were happening. <laughs> um, Shawsy looked a million dollars. Then yep. got run out direct hit straight to mid off. His call, by the way, I saw it. His call, his call. Um, and then... And then Beastie, now, Luke Stoughton, we've spoken about how many runs he scored in the Middlesex Premier League before. Mm. He needed 27 runs today to set the all-time record. Yeah. He only got two of them. It's a start. It's a start. <laughs> Plenty of time left in the year. <laughs> yeah. It's a start. We're, ticking, we're, we're crossing him off. Yeah. We're crossing him off. Yeah. He, 25 to go. Yeah. Um, and there's got, no rush? No, no. He has the rest of his life to complete that. So we ended up 20 for three, and they opened with their left arm off spinner, who is an exceptionally good bowler. Mm. He's probably the best bowler in the league. His mm -hmm. name's Aprajit Karana. He's a wizard. Mm -hmm. And he'd got none of the first three wickets, and no. we'd spoken about him all week. It's so funny how that happens, yeah. that you speak about someone all week, and you almost deify them before a game of cricket. Like, oh, yeah. you're, we're thinking about that batter and that bloke. And, yeah. and their left-hand batter didn't get many runs. And he didn't get any of the first three wickets, despite the fact he opened the bowling. And we were suddenly rebuilding. Um, Robbie and Ollie, few runs together. Robbie ended up getting 17, a long 17. But I think as the year goes on, we will see the value in getting the lacquer off the ball because they aren't good balls. Just so being there. Just being there. Being there. Ball gets soft early. And Ollie, and then later... Jacob O'Sullivan cashed in. Mm. O's, it was a majestic 91. And we're going to hear from him a little bit later. It, it really was fantastic. It's Ollie Batcher's absolute best. And it was such a surprise when he got out. And so 
having been short runs the last few weeks. Oh wow, he, he hit him so well today. He genuinely hit him so well. A nervy, a nervy first run, and then crunched him from there. And Scott Edson got us over the line for the winning draw. And the interesting conversation I said that we talk about, we will now talk about. We were looking at, with about five overs to go, we needed about 25, 30 runs to get the winning draw, and Aprojet was still bowling. And the decision was that we made, we are happy to lose this game, because Crouchend aren't going to go first if they win. Because if, even if we just block, off, block out and get a losing draw, we get one point, rather than getting zero points. Christian, with the help of Ollie and a couple of the senior heads on the side, made the bold decision to say that we don't mind losing the game if it means we can go and get those four points. We could, we're happy to lose one to get four, and that's exactly what happened. And it was a great decision on the sides, well executed by Enzo. So we're happy. Go again to get the tenth next week. I think it's now finally time to hear from other people that aren't myself and Lee. Let's get the match roundups up. Henry Anton. Can it, you can you say that again? <laughs> Henry Anton. Oh, if I could have offered you six from six, including a twelve-point victory. And you to average 244 after the first six weeks in the threes. How much would you have paid for that to happen? More than I'm willing to admit. Mm. More than I'm willing to admit. No, but I want you to admit. You want me to admit? Would you have paid £500? Or is that too much money? No, I think that's too much. I think, I think if, you, if you stretch it to 12, then I'm paying like 700 I think like three, 400 quid, I reckon, yeah. 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 I'm sacrificing a lot for that. Talk to us about today. You were nervous about the team that you had selected. There was a lot of unavailability this week. Yep. But the boys that you had on the day showed up. Yeah, well, I, I'd said that we were going to have to rely on five or six blokes. And, um, and you know, they all stepped up. They all stepped up, mm-hmm. myself being one of them. Um, all, uh, no, all stepped up and we did really well. I couldn't believe, sorry, couldn't believe we got 12 points. When they stuck us in, I thought that's all chances of winning gone. But no, I mean, I've said at the end of the game, that's one of my favourite wins, really. And is that partly because you scored 100 not out? I, exclusively, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you go to work on a Monday and like, tell your colleagues? So... I, so I actually have a group chat with two of the boys that I work you do. with. Of course you Who do. also play cricket. And then normally there's like a good luck message in the morning. And um, there was nothing today, not a squeak until I forwarded the video that I had had of me getting 100 to that group chat and just put, oh boys, you're in for a fucking long Monday. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is there much, much work on Monday or just general? Oh, there, well, there won't be this Monday, we'll have time. <laughs> Let's hear about some of the other contributors as well, because we've been hearing about your runs a lot over the past few weeks. Naturally. I mean, I mean, that'd be a waste of time, wouldn't it? Complete waste of time. <laughs> we know exactly what happened. A big stride. <laughs> right. Oh, it's gone through cover hazard with a high elbow. Yeah. Talk about the other guys in your team who are contributing. Uh, Coxie got 74 not out. Good player. Good little player. Yeah, off 38 balls actually as well. As Rory put it at T, I cost him 100 by batting an extra, by not batting an extra over because he would have needed six more balls. Um, Absar got 51, which is good for me. I think I've already told you this, but... I added him to the fantasy game at 10.35 this morning oh, to bring him in myself. So I'm actually the only person in the club that had him in my team today. For God's sake. 
Um, and here we have with the ball, Gutam got five, Bob brilliantly. Priyatam got his compulsory threefer. We've spoken about Priyatam already. Of course, of course. Priya, Priya. Three a time. Three a time. Three a time. That's that's really good. I'm using that liberally. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, And we we took all our catches. Normally, when we take ten wickets, we probably probably create about fifteen chances. But it was just ten today. Good. I briefly took time away from watching the ones game to come (laughs) and watch the threes game because the the geography of cricket that goes on in this part of the world. The the threes were playing away at North Middlesex. And the ones were playing away at Crouch End, and those they are separated by by a road, the width of a road. Oliver Wilkin was batting us on seventy-seven. It was majestic, and I thought I've had enough of that. <laughs> I need. Let's to, go watch something less majestic. I need to go and watch Tom Ryder get an LBW. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Tom Shaw and I we wandered over oh, three quarters of the way round our lap of the Crouch End ground. I thought, oh, let's take a little detail. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's smell what's going on in the threes. Voting for money. Value for money. Value for money. One lap, two games. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, I said a couple of things that you, you, you comically described earlier. So, so I think we had actually just taken that LBW that you were referring to. We needed two more wickets. I think it was like 33 overs gone. And I just, I hadn't actually seen you and I just hear you from the boundary go, how many overs have they got? 44. And you go, foot on throw here. <laughs> Worse than that, like when we, we had a little chat with Absar, uh, like very, very cursory chat, just like, uh, have you bowled yet? Oh, why haven't you bowled? You got some runs? 51. Well done, mate, well done. As we leave, you know, just said, mate, just catch it when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> like dead straight face. Like, mate, you make sure you catch it when it comes. Henry, seven from seven, it's pretty much a guarantee. I'd have thought so, yeah, yeah. But, let's, but let's not get complacent, crucially. Yeah, correct. No, no, no. Yeah, let's correct. not get complacent. Can't wait for nine from nine. Look, Oliver, we have you on here a lot, and it's mostly because we think you're a nice guy. But you Boring. Some... Boring. But you got some runs today. Mongoose not that, would it? <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, English. you're actually going to need to say that again. I don't think they've really heard that. that Mongoose so... not that boring. There we go. There we go. Bing. <laughs> joke. That's a joke, everyone. It's a joke. Oliver, the ones game. We're pretty happy, aren't we? I think we are, yeah, at the end of the day. I think if you, if you offered us that at the beginning of the day, I think we'd have probably taken it away at Crouch End. You said if you offered that to us at the end of the day. And, and Sorry. So I'm, I'm now offering it to you at the end of the day. You're taking it? I do love the fact. I would now take it, yes. I do love the fact Oliver has to think about every word he says yeah. to any of our questions. Yeah. So, watch our people. Eloquence doesn't come to you naturally, does it, Ollie? I'm an ineloquent person in my natural state. <laughs> You got through ineloquent, and I was like, well, that's a couple of hurdles. He's done well. He's that's done a couple well. of real hurdles. Yeah. We were talking earlier today, Lee, this is a question we have for you. Great when you're question. taking clads off of a pad, mm-hmm. are you uncladding or decladding? Decladding. You are decladding. See? I agree. I completely I'm agree. An, I reckon I'm uncladding. No, no you're decladding. Decladding. Maybe I just take the clads Whoa. off in a different way. One second. You played in white today. Yes, yes. I had to declad from last week when we played in black. Oliver, when they got 245, batted their 66, immediate thoughts. Happy to slide down to five, or did you want to go and get at that new ball? No, I was happy to slide to five, because I was <laughs> So not only have you slurred all those words, Oli, you've sworn again. Like, you know the rules. You're here pretty much every week. We, we would love to get someone else on. I'll ask a question again. We can't use that. Sorry. Milo, ready? <laughs> Chlamydia. <laughs> this, this, is, this has been very good listening, by the way. 
on about. We've been here for three minutes. Is any of it usable? Milo, let me just tell you right now, this is all going in. <laughs> How far back do we need to go? Oliver, lovely to have you on the podcast. <laughs> Ozzy, okay, 20 for three, you come in. First time in a long time we've had to see you really build an innings with coming in against the spin, only one left arm seamer on at the other end, we're in a bit of trouble. What was, were you always thinking about the win? No, at that point I was just thinking about let's, let's just try and bat for the next 15 overs and see where we're at. And when you know they've got a bowler who's that left arm spinner who's a very good bowler, you know that if you're trying to take him for four, five, six and over, it's going to be tough. So my game plan at that point was to let's see this bit through. It will get easier the longer we bat. And then it's a short, there were some short boundaries and it was quick, it was a quick outfield. And I knew we could score quickly once we'd got ourselves in. Um, so the game plan when I went in was just, let's just bat for 10 overs and let's see where we're at. Couple of contrib- I mean, you were, you were the dominant <laughs> Donovan's going in. You were the Donovan. Donovan. <laughs> you were the Donovan. Run scoring in both your major partnerships with with Robin Whistle. But talk about how those two ended up complementing you, and because they they also did things differently themselves. Well, like a lot of people who bat with me is, I I tend to score relatively quickly, and even today I, I don't know what how many balls I face, but I would I'd be surprised if it was many more than a hundred. I was surprised if I was striking it at way less than 100. Yes, Oliver, you score quickly. But so when you're batting, when someone's batting with me... Like, oh, one second, one second. Not as quick as Mungo, by the way. Well, well, oh, no, today no, actually no, I didn't no, score no, that No one's as quick as this bloke. I am. Um, I score at such a rate. But you... Such a rate. Uh, so th- they both batted the situation quite well. Robbie, Robbie needed to... dig. He was batting at a stage where we needed to dig in. The game plan at that point was let's just bat for the next 10 overs and see where we're at. And... He's a young lad, he's just developing his abilities. And he dug in really well. Lee's just turned around and looked at how long this interview has taken. This has now been 10 minutes, but we all know that <laughs> we only have about two minutes of usable stuff, so we need to keep going. Oliver, um, it's been a pleasure to having you. Uh, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, lovely to hear from Ollie and from Henry as a roundup. It, shame this we didn't have any of the two players available um for, for a chat after the game um but we we've covered we, we covered their game pretty well in the intro and and it's no great loss really is it not hearing about the twos this week i mean they lost comfortably to top of the league pretty difficult i mean at the end of the day if you're going to lose lose well and when you lose you just lose and all we missed out on really was oliver simpson talking about how important his 41 runs were to him yeah and if we're honest no one cares moving swiftly forward aj How's he going? How's he doing? The, the word of the week last week being literally was, you know, I mean, it might be a word he says a lot, but it's, it's, it's a cerebral present. Uh, if I knew what cerebral meant, I'd be able to answer your question. Uh, he's doing really well. Uh, what does cerebral mean? You know, of the mind. It's, it's you know, it's quite, quite contemplative. So, yeah, <clears throat> AJ's doing really good. Great. Gooder. Best. He's, uh, he's growing up nicely. He's got his manners, which I think is quite important. Um, obviously, down at the, the crew club uh, on a regular basis now, uh, making lots of friends with, uh, with loads of the ECC uh, community, friends and family, which is, which is great to see uh, 
the Scots, the Holts, the Fairburns, the the, the Shaws, and obviously AJ's making uh, making lots of new friends and hopefully friends for life. And that's what's so great about the club. But we have for one thing and one thing only. So AJ, what is your word of the week? My word of the week is laugh. Thanks, AJ. Lee, you're you're back playing soon, aren't you? I three weeks to go. Three weeks to go, and then it's eight weeks of school holidays. Now, when you work for a private school, you get eight weeks. Uh, you should know this going to a private school because, uh, yeah, we found out that you were you got a terrible, terribly long posh name. Um, so yeah, in uh, in three weeks' time, I will be uh, back back out there fighting for the ECC. Uh, hopefully, Henry Anton, if you're listening, availability three weeks. Uh, there's only one team I want to play for, and that's a fact. Um, but I went through my bag, and all my stuff seems to be getting on a little bit, like myself. Where would you recommend I get some good softs, more more softs, soft gears from? Monday? Oh, some softs like pads, gloves, pads, gloves, uh, thigh pads. Uh, that's all I need at the moment, please. Well, if that's all you need, I would look no further than the people that care for us. And that's bad. That's bad. But anyone that's short, that, that shorter can need some high quality kit at the moment, I'd be going to bear. I don't know if you know this, Lee, but they actually sponsor this podcast completely separate to what I was, what we were talking about. Like no relation to you needing some kit. But they are, and actually, I'll tell you what, actually, little side note. One person currently who will go unnamed in the first team picked up a couple of my new barebacks and is considering hopping over to the bear. The bear side? Mmm. Mmm. Oh, I like it. Like I said, man, um, I'm, I'm all over it. And I'm, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm going to need to get some new stuff. Can you remind me of the uh, the website again? Yeah, it's bearcricket.co.uk. And that's, I mean, it's a feast for the eyes. That's good. That's good stuff. I'm, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to jumping into some of it. I'm a care bear. We are, we are, we are care bears. We are care bears. And, and look, they're looking after my batting still. I'm, I was seven odd out at the weekend to get, help get the boys over the line. And look, I have been out LBW this year. Maybe I don't even need the pads. They're good though. <laughs> good. good. But look, mate, just because I don't need them because I don't get an LBW doesn't mean that other people might not have the same, you know, level of talent. And Can I take you back to a few weeks where we had this discussion about your batting? And I'm still in that whole process, just waiting for a little thank you or something, um, you know, a bit of a bit of, uh, a bit of praise would be nice sometimes for the effort and time I put into you. I mean, yes, it probably cost your mum and dad a fair bit of money, but money well spent. Fantasy, I think. Let's talk about the fantasy. Um, like Lee, oh, I don't, I don't give you enough praise in the podcast, and and maybe it's something I should do more. But your your decision last week. To, your tip for the, for the masses was get those bloody spinners in get them in and you know what I did I brought in Christopher Glasper ahead of Assam Faraz well yeah I must have been confused Glass didn't get any wickets and, and Cabsy got, got three um, so it's cost me points I, sh- I should have listened to your advice I, I thought I thought the masses would have been so swayed by you that, that I went against the grain and anyway and uh, that said, look, I'm still top and I have a lot of people to thank. I've still got mom and dad are in my corner. My housemate Callum, he's, he's in my corner and, and I guess my brother as well. And so 
I'm happy to be where I am. It, like the threes, this is very much a title charge. If, if you want to catch Mungo Russell, the, the tricks of the trade here, and you, you do need a bit of luck on the batting side. So what you've got to do is, is have a look at the selection, have a look where your, your, your batters are going to play and where they're going to bat, and spin, spin, spin. Spin is the key in this format. Uh, and again, you do need a bit of luck, but um, my, my pick of the week, I'm going to call it, is three a time again. I mean, he's got to be a, a shoe-in. Get him in. Otherwise, I mean, I keep saying it. If you don't, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's, that's a really rogue pick from you there, Lee. Pick the top point scoring player as your player to get in. <laughs> you, asked me for my, you asked me for my opinion. And my, my, my pick of the week is three a time. End of I story. Actually, I, actually, I actually didn't ask. Actually, at no stage in this podcast, I've asked you for your pick of the week. Also, my defence, last week, actually, yeah, last week I said, don't pick Ollie, who then went and scored 91. So there you go. <laughs> this, was really the first, <laughs> this was the first week of the year I haven't captained Oliver Wilkin and he blasted. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> what, what do we know? <laughs> okay, my outside shout for captaincy next week is if you want to go really rogue, Harry Stowe in a Red Bull game. In a, he's a big game player. Pennington coming up. Not a terrible shout. Sticking it on someone that bowls over 18 miles an hour. We'll come back. We'll come back to this. If you do that, you're an idiot. Carry on. Hey, <laughs> Stowe's bigger than you are. He's going to hit you. I've got... Stowe, I love you. But if you pick Stowe in your fantasy, I'm going to say it again. You're an idiot. And also this week, by the way, don't pick Ollie. That'd be stupid. He's rubbish. End of story. Fact. Done. Next, move on. I see you did that. That's very clever. That's very clever. Thank you. That's very clever. Thank you. That's very clever. You've got to cover all bases here on the on the evening cricketer. You've got to know what you're talking about. Well, there is no Ask ECC this week. So instead, to close out, we're going to be speaking to Lizzie, the captain of the ladies for this year. And we're going to hear from her and have a little catch up with how their game went on Sunday. Lizzie, thank you so much for joining us. Is this your first time on the podcast? Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, where where Ealing's found you from? And Batter, are you a bowler? Let us know what you're about. Uh, so I came to Ealing because they started offering our uni women's training from Imperial. And yeah, I'm a bit of a bowler more than a batsman. You bowl seam up, Lizzie, or, or do you bowl spin? Seam, yeah. Your season's now well underway. How's it gone so far? Give us a little bit of, bit of context going into the weekend, how, how you've gone this year. We haven't had the best season so far. I think definitely each game we're improving and getting a lot better. Just a, the manga, come on, just a, a quick one off, off the bat, Liz. Um, you know, I know you're new to the club and not that we want to put any pressure on you uh, straight away, but who's the most annoying in the team? Hmm, probably Kat. <laughs> uh, can you give us a reason why, please? Is it because you won't show jelly babies? No, it's the chat in the field. It's just like every ball, something like strange. I, th- I think, and Mungo might agree, it's, it's the Australian thing. She's Australian and we, 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 we've made this very clear on the podcast that we, maybe, maybe me, maybe not so much Mungo, I don't have a lot of time for uh, Australian people, uh, especially Kat. Um, you know, she's, she's quite annoying. So I'm going to agree with you, Lizzie. Thank you for confirming that for me. Mung? Yeah, I haven't outwardly expressed any negative tendencies towards Australians. Not outwardly. Lizzie, talk to us about the game. Where were you playing this weekend and, and who were you up against? Uh, so we were playing against Harrow St Mary's. Yeah, at their ground. I don't know where that is. But yeah. did, you guys, uh, did you guys bat or bowl first? Uh, we batted first, yes. 
correct. Who got all the runs or what was the score at the end of your batting innings? Uh, so we got 107. Just... Well read. Well read, Liz, by the way. Really good. Good friend. <laughs> was, that, was that all out? Did you, did you use up all, all the number of overs that you had? Yeah, all out. Um, no, we got 31 overs. And, and how many overs aside is it at, at the moment in, in the league? 40, yeah. Okay, well, that I mean, that's a good three quarters of them. Who needs the last nine anyway? Mm-hmm. No, especially if you play for Ealing. We never, we never use them. And um, assuming they chase it down relatively easily, or in how many overs do they get it? Uh, get the total in twenty six overs. Oof. They had a bit of time left, but I guess they just got off to a flyer, and then I mean, there's no slowing down. L- Lizzie, did you get any runs yourself? Uh, like ten, maybe. To be fair, I'd take ten. Quick question before we let you go, Liz. Obviously, you've just joined uh, the club. Give us just a brief uh, summary of how you found the club, uh, things you're excited about, um, and how how you're looking forward to to moving the girl the girls forward this year. Um, so I found the club for uni. I'm excited because I think like the team is like growing. Like there's like potential in the team. So like we're just gonna get better and better and better. So I'm excited to like develop so that we will start winning games and beating these teams that are beating us at the moment. But I think like that will just happen with like practice. And um, uh, Talk to us what it's like playing, playing for, for a side led by Tammy as well, coached by Tammy and, and her influence now that she's, as was always going to happen, got herself back on the pitch playing as well. It's quite interesting because like as captain, I'm saying to Tammy, okay, you're going to open the batting this week, but kind of at the same time, she's our coach. So she's like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting trying to tell her to do things when I don't know, she should be telling me to do things, but yeah, it's quite nice. I think that's a nice thing that that we've got a a head of women's cricket and obviously with, with you captaining the side, you guys trying to find a, a balance um, and making it and making it all work together. And, and from me and Munger and the from the club's point of view, it's exciting times and it seems like um, we're building a nice strong uh, strong unit. Um, so yeah, from from both of us again, thank you for your time. We look forward to catching up with you uh, with regards to what else is going on with the uh, with the women's um, with the women's league and games that you have. Munger, anything else uh, that I've missed? Oh no, Lee, you never miss. You never miss. Well, that's very, very kind. Ladies and gentlemen, Lizzie, thank you so much for your time on the uh, the Eden Cricketer and we look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you for having me. Now it's time for my favourite and final segment of the episode. Last week, everyone will remember, the podcast was called Seven Yard Robbing, uh, which was Oliver Wilkins' way of describing the manner of our victory against Richmond in the first team. Now, it was a very, very distinct phrase and, and not one that many had heard before. So... Last week, we sent out a call, a public call to the listeners to see if anybody had their own definitions of a seven-yard robbing. And we had a few voice submissions from some people lying around out there, and this is what they said. Mungo, I'd like to offer my uh, translation of Ollie's seven-yard robbing. Um, Initially, when I thought he said it, I thought it was a seven-yard robin, as in type of small bird which really didn't make any sense um, to describe a victory by nine wickets however uh, now I've seen it as it was a seven yard robbing I can only assume that the translation is is that they were robbed by seven yards away which means that it was so blatant and in front of their eyes it's almost that you're like just taking the piss 
which you could describe as our nine wicket win was you know we didn't like steal it from behind their backs we looked them square in the face and stole their wallet um and i guess also stole their chances at the title in the same breath um so you go there's my uh there's my thoughts of the seven yard robbing hi everyone mungo here just cutting in for a moment just on Gravesy's definition, Gra- Gravesy had made a horrible claim that he sent his in, you know, unannounced, you know, and then off the back of that, Lee and I then decided to create the seven-yard robbing free-for-all uh, that entailed. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it, whether it's true or not. I mean, how dare he? How how dare he question question our intentions? Um, and he was just asking for for a bit of credit for the idea, and we're not going to give it to him. Um, and we never will. As instructed by Lee P, a seven-yard robbing can only be one thing, and the thing is thus. The non-striking batsman is on 99, having never scored 100. And the striking batsman has just walked out to the crease and wants a quick single early doors. Drops it into short cover, calls yes, but doesn't move. The non-striking batsman, who is on 99, gets seven yards down the wicket. The striking batsman decides this is suicide, shouts no, sending his or her partner back. Uh, And at this point, the fielder has already collected the ball and passed it to the bowler at the non-striking end and runs the non-striker out, stranded on 99. Evening, Mungo. My definition of a seven-yard robbing would be Christian Martin beating Oliver Wilkin over a seven-yard race. Hi, Mungo. Uh, A seven-yard robbing is when a quick bowler runs into ball at Cawthon, bowls a bumper, and it doesn't get up to chest height. The Ealing Cricketer.